bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to our Dumb Gay Podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about all the dumb gay shit happening in the world, like we're talking about reality TV. We are back after a glorious week off. Mm-hmm. We were sailing through the islands of Hawaii. Mahalo, <laughs> mahalo. Mahalo, aloha. Uh, now we're on our way to Tahiti. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're eight days at sea. Oh my God. And it is, uh, whew. I can't say it's calm. I can't say it's calm seas. Yeah. It's rocking. It is a rocky motherfucking ride. Okay. It's not rough, but it is windy as fuck, which it, makes the boat rock. It's consistently mm. like we're it being in a baby swing yes. or a rockabye baby carriage or whatever that's called cradle, it's, cradle yeah it's a lot i don't know how people live on ships like this i couldn't do it between the dramamine and the constant rocking of our cradle we're tired tired i could fall asleep right now we've traveled this way for well over a, a decade we're going on two decades and it is only recently that the tide uh no pun intended has turned and you are the one who has to take the Dramamine. I don't even think I really have to. Right. I just take it preemptively because I get so concerned because I know the second you feel nauseous, there's no getting rid of it. Right. And, uh, yeah, I've got the motion sickness. I've got it. There is no bones about it. <laughs> there's I've no got bones? It. No, I've got it. And I am... It is not cute. It is just not cute. But... We're doing the best we can, so. Now, we took the week off uh, of the regular weed, Mm -hmm. but we still did all of our Patreons last week, man. We did every one of them. Yeah, we did. And we're doing all of our Patreon podcasts on location in Hawaii this week and location on the water. I just wanted to say to the person who quit our Patreon and sent us a message saying that they quit because, quote, it sounds like we're rambling in bed. (laughs) Well, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for trying to subscribe. Uh, It sounds like maybe that person was just looking for the hot tea or the hot takes. Mm -hmm. And I do try to make clear that's not what our Patreon podcast is about. Yeah. It's not an accident that it sounds like we're rambling in bed. And to be clear, we're literally doing the podcast from a bed right now, a hotel bed on a cruise. And we have done our, pa- this isn't even the Patreon. This is the regular weed and we're doing it from bed. Yep. So we've done many Patreons from beds, hotel beds. Usually we've done them from people's vacation homes. We've done them from Airbnb beds. 
Yep. Most of the time, that's the only spot you got. There ain't no setup desk no. to be recording when no. you're traveling. Sorry, there's no podcast studio here on a ship. You do it where you do it. Where you, you do it where do you do it. it. You got to do it where you can get in where you fit in. You know what I mean? We do our best. Every fuck face person has a podcast now, though. I won't be surprised if, like, in 2035, hotel rooms come with podcast studios. You know, they did try doing that at that. There was a, the W Hotel tried doing that. Like, they had, like, a recording studio where they tried to lure um, bands and musicians and influencers. influencers. And it's just like. They lured us. They did. But at the end of the day, the thing is. That means you have to go to that city. It's in one place. The, by the way, the room that they gave... What was that? Seattle? Yeah. The room was great. The studio, not good. Not good. So it was like... What's the point? We could just be in your... It, it, we should just be doing this in the, from the uh, hotel yeah. room. What are we supposed to do? You know what I mean? We take the shit on the road. We have a little mobile recorder. We do our best. Okay? Yeah. And normally, we do the Patreon from our drug den, which is actually... P.S. A podcast studio <laughs> with all of the fucking requisite podcast <laughs> equipment that's all very overpriced and expensive. Mm-hmm. We have every single fucking thing you could have. There is no world where this bulldaga doesn't buy all the equipment, okay? She's a tech head. She's a tech queen. She buys everything, even things we don't need. She loves to buy cords and I buy love excessive it. cords. She I don't know how to use anything, but I like to look at it. She loves equipment. So we have it all. We have it all set up. Huge podcast studio. So um, to that feedback, I do say, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, and also, while doing it in said podcast studio, if it sounds like we're rambling in bed, that's because we fucking want it to sound like that. That's what it's designed to sound like. Okay? So it's not for you sir or ma'am for some reason i just feel like it's a woman mm-hmm. our patreon podcast is not for you okay thank you for trying to subscribe that's the reason we offer a free one so that people can listen to it and say this is or isn't for me right we make the patreon podcast for like busy moms to listen to while they're making their kids lunches for the week or for you know bravo super fans who are who need a break from like the fucking latest housewives take it's a stupid podcast to clean your house to okay or put on while you're in the shower so you don't have a panic attack thinking about all the regrets in your life (laughs) again we encourage people to listen to the free episode if there's one posted in the description of this we have one on our website julianbrandy.com you know you can listen to the free episode and see if you like it and see if it's your vibe. And if it's not, then skip it, even though we bug constantly and beg you to do it. <laughs> but please don't be on social media acting too good for it and trying to shame others for liking it. Because please believe thousands and thousands of people do like it. And it is 100% you who's missing out. Paloop! Tracy White Lim- Limbach sent us shirts that say, Talk to me, Goose. Yes. In honor of the newest additions to our Papa family, Maverick and Goose. Maverick is Julie's smush face cat. Mm-hmm. Goose is my, why would I say our? Maverick is our smush face cat. <laughs> Goose is our uh, minuscule, tiny white chihuahua with the corgi leg jean. <laughs> so he's got. And sort of like a. a, a um, pit bull accent, giving you like that thick, like a little bit of a thick <laughs> muscle 
tiny little thick muscle man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hmm. I was excited by these shirts, Tracy. I want you to know because right when we got Goose and Flora, who is like, you know, one of our queens on the Patreon, um, she posted a meme on Patreon with a cartoon goose wearing aviators and it said, talk to me, goose. <laughs> and I thought it was so funny and so yep. cute. And yep. now we are so excited by our shirts. Love them. That say, talk to me, goose. Love them. Um, and here is the note that Tracy sent. You will probably get a million of these from the FB page. You guys rock. Enjoy. Tracy White Limbach. You know what? What? Thank you, Tracy. Speaking of the Facebook page, mm -hmm. um, if any one of our 14 listeners do Facebook, we had some very generous friends make a group called All Things Julian Brandy. Uh, just we don't run it or moderate it or anything. We, we, we actually don't even look at it because we <laughs> don't have Facebook. But um, we love, love, love them for doing it for us. Yep. And they're really like sane people. And, you know, I feel like really good that about it because there are so many people that do Facebook and I'm happy that they can come together like the family and friends can meet on there yes. and I just like it and we love the people running it so um and there again there's two free patreons you should be able to find somewhere on that Facebook page to see if you like it that's all just see if you like it yeah see if you enjoy hearing us ramble from bed, from bed. <laughs> Mamau Craig from Fresno. I love Craig. We fucking love Craig. He loves us rambling from bed. <laughs> Craig has five daughters, okay? Yes. And he finds time and doesn't criticize us. Like, don't <laughs> listen if you don't like it. Yeah. Who needs your fucking feedback? He sent us Barbie shirts. I'm going to wear it. I'm wearing it. Literally Barbie shirt. I mean, Craig. Gray, Heather Gray. With the mm -hmm. pink the pink Barbie yep. logo. Yep. It's Craig knows worn. the vibe. He knows the vibe. Craig knows. He knows the you vibe. You know what? Craig knows. He sent the nicest fucking note. And you know what, Mamo? What? He sent his picture. Turns out Craig, the sex machine with the five <laughs> daughters, is very attractive. <laughs> and so is his wife that he does the sex on. Apparently, Craig, constantly. constantly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, it doesn't even look like they've had one single child by this photo. I'm I'm unclear. One, I I'm I'm I wonder why Craig didn't send any pictures of his children. Two, I wonder if this is pre-children. We have a lot of questions, Craig. We've got a lot of follow-up questions. I think more than anything, there needs to be a reality show called <laughs> Craig from Fresno. I have to agree with you. Well, well, well. <laughs> so that's Craig from Fresno. Everything I thought and more. What an attractive couple you are. There's a picture of Craig and his wife, I'm assuming. Yes. And they're in the exact tones of which of the area of which they're taking this picture. Like we're by a beach. You know what I mean? We're in very... Do you think they're by the beach there in yeah, Fresno? Yeah, I do. I think oh. that leads to the beach. But they are they are definitely giving you a sepia-toned, wonderful yes. family. Yep. Craig is, Craig is giving it. He is giving us the Craig, the get-a-job <laughs> Craig that we all desire. If you he want a piece of Craig, you got to get on the Patreon. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm sorry, but he's there. But he is there. He, he's a straight man, a horny, horny, straight father 
who's doing the Patreon. It's it, it's a new dawn over there on the it's Patreon. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new Craig. Okay. Uh, for me. <laughs> for me. It's a new Craig for me. And that is the truth. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new Craig for me. Uh, Brandy and Julie, I was doing some back to school shopping with my daughters and I saw this shirt and immediately thought of you two. I'm hoping that it can replace the other shirt you once wore that had that C word across it. <laughs> Some people are like, why did it say cunt? <laughs> it does kind of rhyme with cunt and hump. <laughs> I figured Barbie is a much better representation of the two of you than any C word would be. I do, however, know a couple of good C words to describe your old boss. Clown, coward, controlling, cult leader, just to name a few. Aww, oh, Craig. Craig. Here are some Sweet. pictures of my family and I. As you can see, my wife and I literally have our hands full with our five possibly We're... lesbian daughters. I you cannot possibly have five no other, lesbian daughters. There was daughters. no other picture in there. Craig, there's no other pictures, so you're going to have to send those girls. Um, I can't. I love how much Craig wants them all to be lesbians. I can't <laughs> handle it. It is so fucking hilarious. Oh, wait, no, but Mamma, I can't even enjoy Craig's letter because... I didn't get to see his daughters. Where's the picture of the daughters, Craig? I don't know, but they're they're not here. They're not there. Hmm. Um, thanks for always taking my calls, and I'll continue to enjoy listening to the podcast and Patreon. I'm learning so much about how to not be a toxic male specimen from your <laughs> rants. Oh, my God. I'll try my best to keep my shirt on. I'll help move furniture, and I'll work on not breaking everything. Craig, you know I break everything, so... <laughs> Don't take everything. You don't need to take it personally. Please don't take it on, Craig. You're well, doing so good. helping him. Okay, good. It but sounds, I break everything, too. I'm so. actually sad that he doesn't have a son. Uh, you're right. You know, you, need, you know what, Craig? You and your <laughs> wife need to have a son. Wishing you two all the success in the world, and please always be wary of any man that doesn't like the Barbie movie. Love, Craig from Fresno, and Alan, not a Ken. Because in the Barbie movie, Alan is the sweet. It's like the one. It's Michael Sarah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's not a Ken. Oh, Craig, I hope you get a reality show. He is just, honestly, he should. And we do have, like, we literally have, like, a fucking producer on Good Morning America that listens to this shit. Yeah, like, whoever's listening who can make this happen, get with Craig. He's got five daughters. Craig from Fresno. It's Craig so strong. Fresno. That's the title of yeah, the reality show. Yeah, it's Craig from Fresno. Yeah. It's so, so, so I mean, so and good. imagine if the five daughters did become lesbians. That would be, like, national news. <laughs> It would be national news, and Craig wouldn't be sad. He'd be happy because he wouldn't have to deal with. He's because he knows he doesn't want a bunch of men around. Get him going, Craig. We could have. I love it. We could. We want to know which one's Kim, which one's Kylie, which one's Kendall. So we good. want them to be model. Want them to be a lip kit. Yep. Want them to be a slut. No, Craig. Not none of them are sluts. <laughs> we haven't seen the picture, so I'm just. I was just paraphrasing the Kardashians, oh and gosh. I don't even think any of the Kardashians are sluts. I only said that because of the sex tape. Um, we love the Kardashians, and really. It's, it's, you know, the Craig Dashians. We, the Craig Dashians. We, we are just Craig Dashians. fascinated. Yeah, fascinated. fascinated. Thanks, uh, Craig. So we got this message from uh, Laura from Portland on our Patreon podcast, and I wanted you to read it because I just thought it was really, really sweet, okay. and I thought it summed up, like, at this point, we, we for our Patreon podcast, we, we went up from two to three a week. Yeah. And so it you know when we get a nice message about it because at times it's like well we sure are doing a lot of podcasts <laughs> wow. um, and we also added the video so you know I just I really appreciated um, okay. this message and I liked it a lot alright this is from Laura from Portland hello from Portland 
Love the Patreon and the podcast. Thanks for getting me through a stressful summer. I've been a fan for a while. Just joined the Patreon this summer. So glad that I did. I'm a middle-aged mom who grew up in the East Coast, Virginia, and moved to Portland 20 years ago. I relate to you guys so much. I have traveled quite a bit. Love, love, love your travel episodes. See, she doesn't care if we're doing it from bed. (laughs) Nope. And still travel as much as I can. It's my main occupation these days as I can't really hold a job due to various health problems. I also grew up with a father who was a prison warden. The rest of my uncles and grandfather are all West Point grad military officers. Whoa. It's just a whole other vibe growing up around that. I'm sure that Brandy can relate to that. Losing both my little sister and my dad to the opioid epidemic and breast cancer followed by surgical menopause in the last five years have transformed me into a much stronger person who doesn't give a fuck and doesn't put up with anyone's bullshit. Yes, Laura. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, I've absolutely loved, love hanging out with you guys. You're with me while I'm cooking, cleaning. When I have sleepless nights, I grab a big glass of red and hang out with you guys. Here is a pick. Getting old sucks. Oh, that is so true. I would (laughs) love it if you guys came to Portland. Love, Laura. Well, that's super fucking nice. So she sent a, uh, her picture digitally, mm. which I did print out. She does not look old. She's cute as can be. Mm. She does not look like she's gone through hell. Yeah. And her picture has such a nice, like... Um, Energe. Yeah, perfect Energe for us in our drug den, you know? And you know what? Anyone who, who joins our Patreon... They can email their photos instead of mail their photos. That's right. To our post office box. They can just email their photos because I have been, our our inbox for oh. our Patreon has been flooded with like digital photos and I'm yeah. just printing, getting them all printed out myself. Perfect. I have to fucking go down, put their names on it and be like, this motherfucker didn't even mail this in. But I, we, it's so fun to see all the people like in their pictures and it's mm-hmm. so, you know, that's just another perk of joining the Patreon. Another perk. Okay, now it's time to stop being dumb and gay and get serious. You can be serious, serious, serious. You can be serious, serious, serious. More like the lyrics, lyrics, yeah. You think you're dumb, but you ain't serious. Uh, this is our brand new segment called Let's Get Serious, where we attempt to stop being dumb and gay for a second and get serious. Well, we're always dumb and gay, but some topics require a serious conversation. And today we are going to have one with one of our good friends and fan favorites who also happens to be a sane and informed voice in a loud and messy discussion. That's right. We've put it off for a week. We can no longer stay silent on what's happening in Israel. So without further ado, it's time to have a serious, emotional and honest conversation with drag superstar Marty Cummings. Oh, you know, I... (laughs) I am very excited to be here and talk about uh, this issue um, and also a little nervous. We're all nervous because everyone's got super, super, super intense feelings about it. Everyone has. So what's so interesting to me is, so I think people forget, this is the oldest conflict in the world. This has been going on for a thousand years, Mm -hmm. literally a thousand years, and now we're in the the age where everybody shares an infograph or an article that may not have been verified yet mm-hmm. or they're very quick to put out a thought or an opinion maybe with good intent but not realizing it could be triggering or false or false or just 
if you're getting all your information from an infograph, you don't know the full complexities of a thousand years of history. History, history and even more than a thousand years. So, so just before you guys dive in. Yes. Because I'm really going to let it be between you guys. <laughs> guys, don't gender me. <laughs> oh, no. You can call me guys. It doesn't bother me. Um, before you kids dive in, Julie's going to read a detailed <laughs> description of what exactly just happened. Okay. Not the thousand year thing. No. Um, but I just do want to say the content is violent. Where we're at right now. Yeah. The content is violent and disturbing, so please be mindful if you have kids in the room or in your car, or if you yourself just don't want to hear it, because I would love to step away and not hear it. <laughs> okay. So what happened? Uh, this is from an article um, on from NPR, so I'm just going to read it in its entirety. It's not uncommon for violence to break out between Israel and Hamas militants in Gaza. It typically goes like this. Hamas throws rockets over the Gaza border into Israel, most of which are intercepted by the Iron Dome, Israel's very sophisticated missile defense system. The impact in Israel is usually minimized. Israel then responds with airstrikes on the densely populated Gaza Strip. But what happened last weekend was unprecedented in its scale and coordination. Militants attacked Israeli communication towers with improvised explosives. They breached the Gaza-Israel border fence within minutes and assumed control of several Israeli communities. They paraglided over the border and gunned down civilians at a music festival. <clears throat> what is Hamas? Here's what to know. Hamas killed at least 1,200 people in the attack and took hundreds of hostages. What we know now, there are about 150 hostages, including women, children, and the elderly. All while Israel's military was late to respond. It was the deadliest attack Israel has seen in decades. In retaliation, Israel has laid siege to Gaza with hundreds of airstrikes that have killed at least a thousand and at this point probably more Palestinians and displaced more than 200,000 people. It has cut off electricity, food and fuel supplies. Speaking to mayors of the southern border towns that were hit by the attack, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said Israel's response will quote, will change the Middle East, end quote. And it is, and it will, and it has, and it's going to, and that's where we are. So we thought we would just take our time today and just talk it through, because people have a lot of feelings, we have a lot of feelings, and people seem to think that if you have feelings, apparently you want some people killed and some people not. Well, so I think it's important to remember Palestinians are not Hamas, yes, and Israeli exactly. people are not Ninyat. Netanyahu. Netanyahu and their yep. government. And the Israeli government, the Israeli prime minister is their version of Trump. And Hamas yep. is a terrorist organization. And I think it's important to recognize that two truths can exist at the same time. Yep. You can support the Jewish people and their right to protect themselves, their right to live freely and openly without anti-Semitism, without violence and babies being killed and Holocaust survivors being killed. And you can also, at the same time, support two million people in the most densely populated part of the world who have nothing to do with Hamas, who now have their access to food have and water. Have lost all access to everything. Yeah, yeah, and their hospitals are now not operational. Their children are being killed. Any way you dice it, it's not a good situation for Anyone. either group. And I think a lot of people are equating Palestinians to Hamas and the Israeli people to their government. Mm -hmm. I don't align with our government often, 
but I still am an American. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's important to have those differentiations and to recognize that like nobody should be celebrating death on either side. Right. Agreed. Nobody Completely should be celebrating agreed. death on either side because it's just unfathomable. What's oh my God. It's and I do think that nobody is. I think from the very little that I've seen on social media, whichever way somebody comes out or tries to be supportive, then other people attack and, right. and act like they're celebrating death on the other side when they're not. I think it's one thing I know when I go to like conspiracy theory is that <laughs> but that's just the way I go is like, who is this benefiting? And I know one thing is our whole country is arguing about it on social media. The whole media. country's arguing. And I think it's, it's like, I mean, it's complex, right? I think like there was a rally in New York right after that the DSA, Democratic Socialists of America, got a lot of flack for because they promote, it wasn't technically their event, but they had shared it on social media and a lot of electeds and people in New York uh, condemned it because what the, it turned out to be was a lot of people um, saying not great things, right? Uh, but then you, no, okay. so, so you have that and then you have, I want to word this delicate, like sensitively. You, the vast majority of people don't want to see this violence or catastrophe or death on either side. But then you have these videos of, of people celebrating genocide in Palestine and then you have people celebrating Jewish people being killed and I think that's the minority but we live in an age of social media where those voices get amplified mm -hmm. and then the rhetoric of social media very recently I think in the last couple of years has started to translate to real life violence now against Jewish people and Palestinian people so I think it's important that we have to on all sides condemn anti-semitism and we have to condemn Islamophobia um, I'm a big believer and I'm a supporter of a two-state solution. I think the Palestinian people should be liberated from the control of, of Israel and go back to before 2007 uh, when things really shut down and they were able for a time to work in Israel. People could coexist together and go back and forth between the border. Um, and I also think the Jewish people should have a place where they can ha have historically lived. Both groups of people have historically lived there. And we keep yes, hearing this argument I, of like, well, this is my land and this is my land. Well, really, the, both groups of people have lived there for so here's thousands the, of years. So here's the issue. Here's the main issue. So what do we do? And I agree with you completely. Where's our coffee? <laughs> I agree with you completely. And here's where we all get stumped. So in 2007, let's say, when all that was happening, which is great, which is what everyone wants, and even more. We want more freedom. We want them to have more freedom and whatever. The problem is that Israel, since its inception in 1947, has offered that, literally, it has. Palestine, for its all of its shitty governments, sorry, has said no, and not just no, has said you do not deserve to live. So now we're dealing with the reason why Palestinians, Gaza, is Gaza is because Israel has had its hands tied behind his back, so to speak, and they cannot win for losing, they can't win for winning, there's nothing they can do, they have tried, let's have peace, let's do this, let's do this, no, 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 you need to die, you need to die. So now here we are in this fucking quagmire 
this horrendousness of like we've tried, we've tried, we've tried, and the what we see in the media is like, well, this is what happens when you're living in an apartheid state. You're gonna get it now, Israel. Blah 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 blah. And I just would like to put out there the reason why Netanyahu exists. Think of it like Trump, is because extremists. The extremists on that side created extremists on the other side, and now all we have Which I think is are a bunch in of America, fucking extremists. It's not, exactly it, what's not, happening. Not in like the, the the you know bombing sort of way. But it's exactly what's happening. I think it's. I think also like I I think our government can do the there are two truths existing at the same I time. I agree with I you. I think our government's response and other governments' response is well, yes, it should be okay. We're going to support Israel because we don't want innocent people to die. We want to protect Jewish people. Of course, yes, one hundred percent. But they also at the same time have to condemn a genocide happening they, which towards the people of Gaza which I think is is so is but what they happening. but what they need to do okay so then they go okay Israel how about rather than send bombs into Gaza which is creating killing 2000 2000 people and putting 200,000 people like refugees maybe we should try something else because Israel doesn't want to commit genocide I mean, it's on easier, Palestine. It's easier they don't. said. I don't think the Israeli people do. I don't think the people they don't, do. Right. I think. Net, how do you say his name? Netanyahu. Netanyahu. Like Trump. I think he does want to commit. I think you're right. I think he does want I to think commit you're right. genocide, and he's the one who gets to call the shots. I do not think the people of Israel want that. I agree, I but at the same time, just like we need to take responsibility, where's their responsibility for putting that motherfucker in? And I'm well, pro, 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 pro Israel. I'm pro Israel all the way. And pro Palestinians getting their own place to live also. But they have to take responsibility too. Yeah, they have their, to take responsibility the too. They've allowed, they've allowed Hamas to take over. They've continually, since the, since the inception of Israel, have said no. They've resisted, resisted, resisted living side by side with Jews because they do not want to live with Jews. That's just the truth. That is a fact. So how do we teach or how do we change this thing that's happened where the Palestinian people fucking hate Jews and hate Israelis because of course, because of course, because they feel that they're living in oppression. And since 1947, it has slowly gotten worse and worse and worse and worse because of Hamas. Do you know religion, and this is a blanket statement about all religions, not about the two that we're talking about. This yes. is a blanket statement about Go religion. On. Religion is the root of all evil. Yes. Everybody says money is the root of all evil. <laughs> Religion is the root of all evil. It is the cause of the greatest wars. It is the cause of the greatest conflicts. It is used to justify anti-Semitism. It is used to justify Islamophobia. It is used to justify homophobia yep. and transphobia and racism. And sexism. It is used sexism. It is used to justify the worst possible things that then lead to war. And Again, easier said than done. But what if it just makes sense to just not? You know what I mean? Exactly. But, 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 you, but you know what I mean? I think that's like, the, and literally I know, like, to just not. And I know it's like exactly. it's easier said than done. Like, but, uh, <laughs> but because of that, like drag artists are then labeled this as a distraction, and then you have trans people who are not. The, the prime minister of, of the UK just did a whole transphobic speech, and then you have all of that, and it's rooted in religious ideology any way you dice it when at the end of the day if you read the Quran or the Torah or the Bible or Buddhist teachings or Hindu teachings or indigenous teachings there is never once a place in those books that condemn homosexuality uh, or tr 
transgender people. If you look at the fine writing when it says do not lie with this or do not lie with that, it's talking not about lying with a man. It's talking about don't be a pedophile. Don't lie with a boy. Don't do that. Or don't no, cheat on your a young spouse. Girl. Right. But, but, do you, but do you know what I mean? But I they, they interpret mean. it as this. The word homosexuality was important in the Bible until the 1940s. It's you all know. bullshit. It's just fucking bullshit. But it's it's used as justification, and then because of this, you get extremist groups in America. It's MAGA, and and now r- the rise of fascism and Nazis in America. In Palestine, it's Hamas. In Israel, it's their prime minister. It's it's you know. So then you get these extremist groups that are the the minority of the population, but because they're the ones with the megaphones and yeah, the power and the access. The then the problem everybody is else that, gets fucked. Unfortunately, in Palestine, it's been the way from the beginning, so it sucks. And be- when Israel, which is unfortunate, because which then you is have, unfortunate, you, you have the majority, <clears throat> almost two million people, who I believe, I believe, the majority of people in Palestine are living in fear of Hamas. And what do you do? How do you like? Yeah, what, what do you do? do? What do you do? And because of those actions, we now have like the statistic you read, which is probably higher. Uh, now you have. Thousands of people. Half of Palestine is under the age of 18. Half of Palestine is under the age of 18 out of the 2 million people. I don't believe that a million plus kids and the majority of their parents are supporting Hamas. I think they're living in fear of it. And because of that, the repercussions are this awful genocide that's going to happen. I do think there's a little bit of ignorance and misogic education. I don't think anyone wants to be violated and I think you're right <clears throat> to a certain extent, but at the same time I do think that there is like an, an a lack of education going on where there's when you feel that you're being oppressed or living under an oppressor and that's what you're taught, I do think you believe that. So, and in a way they're not completely wrong. So Israel is keeping borders, they're not letting people do certain things, they're and all of that I think is the the leadership has failed from the beginning. It has failed and has been a leadership of hate from the beginning and it is now we've gotten to this point where we are now. So it's like how do we disassemble disassemble the hate and that that leadership and no one seems to no. Like, what do we do? But that's what do that's we do? Saying, like, from our leadership and from our allies' leadership, like, yes, you absolutely have to, you know, go in and say, like, okay, we support the Israeli people and Israel, and we have to to help them. But we also have to condemn a genocide, and we have to help the well, Palestinian people. Right. So and I don't. Th- right. But that's what I think is missing, and I think our governments, like around the world. Are n- are not because they know that they don't. There's no money's going to go there. Hamas is going to take it. There's no one to talk to. There's no one to bring help to. There's no way to help. How do you help? The there's, only way to help is for Netanyahu not to fucking bomb them. I have to. I'll send you. A, it's for you to link to the um, podcast for your listeners. Uh, Time magazine just did a great um, article about humanitarian aid for. Israeli people who are impacted by this violence and Palestinian people who need resources as well. And it's going to be difficult to get that stuff there. It's going to be impossible to get them to the Palestinians. I just think it's, I just, it's I, fucking sad. my heart aches for, my, my mindset goes to the elderly people who are being impacted and these kids. Yeah. Because kids don't have a say 
in any of this. No. Nope. And their lives are being completely shattered and ripped apart because of the prejudice of grown men. Exactly. And a few Because of, of the prejudice of grown men. And that is the problem. Get rid of fucking men. They're all stupid. Thank you. Get rid of, I can say that I'm non-binary. <laughs> Get rid of all of them. And on Straight both sides, all of the children who survive this, Except for my a majority of them will probably be radicalized. Because that's, they, but that, but, that, but this is the thing. Exactly. This is the thing. And, I right. th- and I think so. And I think so, And I know people are going to be like, that's you can't sad. both sides this. But I think it's, people are going to be radicalized uh, yeah. on both sides well, of course, because they're going to say well trauma. look what you did to my yeah. my family and so the, the trauma it will radicalize people on both sides and thus the cycle continues so the question is it, how do we break the cycle but right I, do that's you think the I question. do want to say you said it's while well, we sit here drinking our cappuccinos can't we all just hold hands I do think in a, as Americans we can't do shit but what we should be trying to do is not fight with each other. Because that's exactly yes. what well, whoever our, wants us our, to do. Do you know what's fucked? Yeah. Also, we don't have, because of these fuckers in our government, we, there's like that one guy holding up nominations in the Senate. I can't remember his name. We don't have... Tommy Tuberville. Sure. Miss Tupperware. We don't, have, <laughs> we don't have an ambassador to Israel right now at the most crucial time mm-hmm. in our modern history that we need one. We don't have an ambassador to Kuwait. There's another country in the Middle East I can't remember. We don't have an ambassador to... At the most crucial time, because these fuckers are grandstanding, we don't even have a speaker of the house. At the most crucial time, we need a speaker of the house. We can't even, we can't even get that right now because these folks in our own government care more about clickbait for themselves than actually helping the people. Mm-hmm. We're doing some bullshit impeachment inquiry to a president who hasn't done anything wrong. Uh, instead of saying, okay, well, our healthcare sucks, our minimum wage hasn't gone up in 20 years the housing crisis with rising rents across the country. Yep. All these different That's issues. That's why I think it's, we should be careful, whether it be about people in Israel or even people in Palestine, uh, presuming that the people have power that they don't have. The same way we don't have power against their being Speaker of the House or Trump or, you know what I mean? We were all sitting here like, well, we don't want that fucking president, but we had him anyway. They don't have that kind of, the kind of power to well, do. Well, like the people suffer. <clears throat> the yeah. people suffer because of... But, the, but maybe since then what we have is social media and we have public platforms. Get rid of social what, media. What Give we, me a rotary what, phone. What we okay. have, yeah, no Just. But you know, we don't get to see what I think would be helpful for people to see would be for Israelis who, however they could do it, an Israeli and a Palestinian to come together and show some solidarity. What we don't have are is any kind of... That's we we no need to see leaders from both show. groups coming together. You're right. You know what I mean? Even if it's just kids, even if it's school groups, rather than fucking Harvard condemning all of Israel or Ilhan Omar coming out and talking about Israel's a bunch of fucking murderers. It's like, that's not helping. Nothing. None of this is helping. None of it. Netanyahu sucks. He's like Trump. That government fucking sucks. It sucks. The Israeli people have been living in fucking trauma. They've bombed fucking shelters in their own apartments because this is a never-ending goddamn hellscape. And then the people in Palestine are being controlled and oppressed by the piece of shit Hamas and also Iran is involved Russia's involved and um, Egypt is going to get involved this is going to grow into a thing because Arab countries want Israel to die so we're just allowing it to happen we're just sitting here allowing it to happen and at the very base of it you have Israel and Palestine and if just the regular people I know it sounds trite but I really do believe if they could just start showing some solidarity some kind of something togetherness we might be able to they might be able to start a train rolling it brings it back to it's rooted in religion which is 
It's an age-old story. We never learn our lesson. I feel like this conflict and what's happening now is a is a macro of a, a micro of a macro that is is a tale as old as time, and we never fucking learn. And it's a pot, and it's an opportunity. It's like this thing is an opportunity for change, and the question is, is it going to change? And yeah. I, and I, I don't know the answer, and I don't know we don't have the answers, but it's certainly. But I think it won't you know, change because. I, I would hope it would change because millions of innocent people's lives are millions of innocent Israelis are dying. And it's also the whole dying. area and it's the whole world. And yeah. I think that it's important to say that Israel is a tiny country. However, it's the, the hatred, Jersey, yeah. it's tiny. And But the sad thing is, is that the entire Arab world wants it eradicated. So now we're dealing with Russia, who's with Iran. Iran is, you know, and there's Egypt and there's Lebanon and there's these countries that want to get rid of Israel and they're all sort of, there's something going on that really could create a world war. And so I yeah. think that what we're all, it's like when we're like one side or the other, it's like think of, the, the thing with change too is like, this is like a global thing. Well, like let's yeah. think of it about the but world. But it's like, instead of, like, our, our leaders aren't thinking it as much as they want to give lip service to it. They're not, in my opinion, truly thinking about the thousands of Israelis whose lives are impacted and taken, and the thousands of Palestinian lives who are taken, innocent lives, innocent Israelis, innocent Palestinians. They're thinking about power and how did they control and stay in power. And right. because of that, it's causing a rise in anti-Semitism and anti-Jewish uh, hate and right. hate crimes towards Jewish people. It's causing a rise in Islamophobia in other parts of the world and, and hate towards, towards um, Muslims. Palestinians and Muslims. Mm -hmm. And it's all so a small group of men can retain power. Period. I mean, honestly, yeah. and that's then And then it everything. leads to a world war and then everyone is impacted and we get into a situation again where millions of more lives are going to be lost. Yep. And this is and right before an election year here. Right. And P Putin now is, you know, we're going to have to take all of whatever weapons we were supplying to Ukraine and give them to Israel, and he knows that. And there's there's plenty of, of outside forces benefiting just from what we here in America do and us, oh, us fighting, fighting here. And, um, and, and all of it is, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, these and men, I mean, they know what they're doing. They know what they're um, doing. And, and it is interesting. And we need to know what they're doing and stop playing into it. Being yeah. fucking fools. And everyone and is our being tools fools. On and, you know, and all, your feel, all of our feelings are good and all of our feelings are okay. But at the end of the day, I do think there needs to be a togetherness that isn't happening. And it needs to start with the people of which this conflict is happening. And I know that's easier than said, and I don't live there, and everyone's in trauma, and it's certainly probably not gonna happen right now while people are dealing with their picking up dead bodies. But there needs to be, and I don't know how it's gonna happen, and it might not ever happen, but looking at it, I don't see any other way to change. I, I don't know how you change this until people start coming together. I don't know. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Let's work to get the shitty leadership out rather yeah. than work to hurt people. Get the shitty leadership who, out. Who help our innocent. Help your fellow uh, uh, human beings. And just... And remember this. Israelis and Palestinians are literally siblings. And I mean that in a literal sense. Jews and Muslims are literally brothers and sisters. We, okay, so, that, so I was going to bring it up. I just want to say that that's, a, you know, like... We all we come can, from Abraham, baby. <laughs> and these two... I mean, we are direct, di direct, like literal indirect, as if we lived under the same roof. So it's like, like, it's it's beyond the pale that it's come to this. And 
you know, I get all of it. I get all of it. I get the colonization. I get the fucking this. I get the that. I understand all of it. I know. And I would also just want to urge people, it's really hard right now to find good intel and good information. Well, especially on Twitter now. Because, there's no, right. no fact-checking on Twitter now that what the fuck right. took over. And it's just like finding the finding articles and newspapers that, ha that are just giving you information rather than an opinion. Don't you miss the days of just a hard copy newspaper yep. and an unbiased news source like, hi, I'm Tom Brokaw and I'm giving you the news tonight. <laughs> Instead of all these fucking... This show, is it's all it's everything is clickbait and ratings driven instead of rooted in fact. Yeah, fact. fact so fact. where can our fourteen listeners um, click for your shit, Marty? Oh God, at the bottom of a well. <laughs> I, I just sometimes I just want it. I just, you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> on all social media, Marty G Cummings, M A R T I G C U M M I N G. Tell us about your movie before you go. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's called Queen of New York. It's a documentary from when I ran for city council. So it follows uh, uh, my campaign uh, from 2019 to 2021. Um, and what I think is beautiful about I was very hesitant to have a documentary crew fault. We had several, probably five or six different documentarians uh, reach out when we launched the campaign because oh, non-binary drag queen running for office. Oh, oh, clickbait, clickbait, clickbait. You know. And uh, so we had a lot of documentarians reach out, and we sat down. My campaign manager and my team and I, we sat. My communications director and myself and our consultants, we sat down with each and every one of them, talked to them, and with Emma Fidel and Dan Ming, I felt the most comfortable. Uh, but it's really interesting because it's a documentary, and it's coming from a journalist's journalistic perspective. You know, I have no say in what is portrayed or not portrayed or how it's edited or what they choose to put in or not put in or this, that, and the other. Did you give them unfettered access to it, you it, in your campaign? Yeah. So they just followed you They around. saw everything. <laughs> they saw everything. Every bit of it, which I think a lot of times campaigns will close the door on something so they don't come in. We They had complete access to everything. And there was times where I would get frustrated. I'm like, get out of my house. <laughs> you know, like, get the fuck out of my house. You know? But um, when I saw the film, so it premieres at New Fest, uh, this October 16th. When I saw the film, I tried to go into it not as the subject of the film or the person whose campaign was the subject of the film, but as a viewer. You know? I tried to, like, remove... Which is hard. Yeah. Uh, but I tried to remove that and say, okay, I want to look at this objectively as just anybody who would be in the theater or at home streaming it. And my takeaway from it, I was very, because I had no idea what they were going to show, you know? And my idea, my view of this film is yes, it follows the campaign and my team and myself. But my view that I took away from it is, a lot of people who had not been involved in politics before getting involved in politics. Mm. A lot of young people educating themselves and learning about the different issues and then taking action for what they believed in. And a lot of queer people coming together to try to fight for a seat at the table that is so often denied to queer people. I think uh, our entire staff I think was non-binary except for like one or two people. The majority of our volunteers were 
non-binary people. Wow. We had trans people working with us. We had people from every economic background, every racial background, every religious background working with us. And so my takeaway from the film was a coalition of people who just wanted to be of service to their community. And, um, and so I hope with all that's happening in the world and the 600 pieces of anti-LGBTQ legislation that have been introduced in our country, I hope that people watch this film and not say, oh my God, good for Marty for running for office. I hope that they leave saying, I have a voice and my voice can make a difference. And we as a coalition can work together to enact the values that we believe in for social justice, racial justice, housing justice, reproductive justice, environmental justice, socioeconomic justice, all these different things. Uh, we can come together to fight for it, people from all different backgrounds. And, and I hope that that's the takeaway from the film. Paloop. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Podcast. Thank you guys for listening to our stupid, stupid podcast. We love and appreciate all 14 of you so much. If you're new here and you like us, but you'd rather not hear about dumb gay world events, please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. Our Patreon podcasts are completely different than this one. We do three Patreon podcasts a week, every week. They post at 10 a.m. Pacific time on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. They're all an hour. There's no politics, no ads, no structure, and no rules. It's just supposed to be stress-free, mindless fun. And, and that, sometimes it's from bed, bitch. Yeah, which is mindless. Mindless fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just get into it. Lean in. Or lean out. Lean out. Lean, lean out. And just go. It doesn't matter. <laughs> if you haven't tried it, just give it a chance. It's not like anything else you're listening to. Sometimes we do hot takes. Sometimes we talk about TV shows or documentaries. Sometimes we make up songs. Sometimes just boring. It's just literally boring background noise. <laughs> like literally you could go to sleep to it. But boring background noise can be very soothing and comforting. Hey, look at HGTV made a whole entire network dedicated exactly. to it. Exactly. So like it's a little bit of everything. Um, especially when it comes out regularly on a schedule you can count on. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a week. You'll get one podcast hour long a week for $1 a week. You get three podcasts a week audio for $2. And for those of you video queens out there, you can get three video podcasts a week for $3. And when you sign up, you immediately get access to hundreds of hours of timeless back podcasts. There is a list pinned to the top of the feed of all of our most popular episodes. The list was curated and created by the Patreon subscribers themselves. We didn't write it down. It's the episodes that people who've been listening since the beginning, new people who've listened to all the old ones, they write on there what they like. It has the names and the dates and whatever. Because a lot of people like to start at our very first Patreon episode from back in 2017 and listen all the way till now because literally nothing has changed. <laughs> nothing has changed. Whatever goes nothing. on, like, and we no big life changes. We haven't had a child. No. We haven't fucking 
you know, moved from L.A. to fucking Atlanta. Nothing. We not, no big life changes have happened. And usually no. when they do, we don't talk about that shit anyway. We, no. This is supposed to be like a like an escape for people, not right. somebody to be like, oh, no, we're we're worried about <laughs> Julian Brandy. They're uprooting their whole lives and moving across the Whatever. That's not what it is. It's it's no. And if on occasion we make, a, you know, a, a, an ambiguous post or maybe comment on <laughs> such posts because we've had a fucking enough. And maybe we just need to express ourselves and just give a little. That that could happen, too. Yeah. Okay? That could happen, too. But what we won't be doing is airing, like, actual dirty, dirty, dirty laundry on the Patreon. That's, That's just not, not what it it's is. Not what's, it's never going to happen. But on occasion, if you want to stick around, if you're maybe, curious. Maybe you get an Easter egg. You might get an Easter egg and you might get a comment somewhere. You know what? Sometimes, if, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. And sometimes a person... Un, um, snaps or uh, gets unhinged <laughs> and then they have to just let it let it rip a little bit but that's that's the extent of that okay and as always it's been real and it's been fun but mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb and marty 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 cummings honey marty how'd you do i see you've met my faithful hand in hand He's just a little brought down because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet Transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, It'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan, and he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite. Transylvania
So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. 